On episode 488 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss working out with your partner. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 488. Have you decided you're ready to make a change? To reclaim your health and fitness, the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. I'm your host, Alan Meisner. I'm an NSAM certified personal trainer with a specialization in corrective exercise and fitness nutrition. Let me be your coach as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. This episode of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is sponsored by Naked Nutrition. What does getting naked mean? For supplements, it means no unnecessary additives. It means premium sourced ingredients without fillers, so you don't need to compromise on your diet or your goals. That's what Naked Nutrition offers. Back in 2014, a former college athlete didn't understand why protein powders and other supplements had so many unnatural ingredients. If they're supposed to be health supplements, why can't you understand the ingredient list? Naked Nutrition was started with five single ingredient supplements, including the best-selling Naked Way which has only one ingredient, whey protein from grass-fed California cows, and the best-selling naked pea, a vegan protein made from one ingredient, raw yellow peas grown in the U.S. and Canada. The company has grown to offer over 40 products, but the vision of sourcing the best ingredients, using as few of them as possible, and being transparent so you know exactly what's going into your body is the same today as when the company was founded. Whether you're working towards losing weight, having more energy, or improving your endurance to become a better runner, what you put in your body directly impacts how you feel and the results you get. Naked Nutrition is committed to shortening the steps between their farms and you. Get naked. Visit Naked Nutrition today. It's nutrition with nothing to hide. Use the discount code 40PLUS and get 10% off your first order. NakedNutrition.com Let me ask you a question. If you were in the same place one year from now, same weight, same health markers, same fitness, how would you feel? Okay, now a follow-on question. What are you doing to make next year better? Listening to Health and Fitness Podcast isn't going to do anything. You must take action if you want to change. In the 40 Plus Fitness 12-Week Gas Program, we're doing just that. I provide the gas, guidance, accountability, and support, and you take the wheel and go. I'm so sure you'll get results on this program that I offer a full 100% money-back guarantee. Action, results. If you're tired of being stuck in the mud, do your future self a favor and go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash gas. Complete the short application, and we'll figure out what you need to do to make sure you're not the same next year. 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash gas. Hey, Raz. How are things going? Good, Alan. How are you today? Well, I am fighting COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Tammy got it, and then I found out I had it. And so right now I'm going through some of the the symptoms, the basic symptoms of, you know, not being able to taste things, my stuffy nose and head, stuffy chest. Aww. So going through some of that, but, uh, mm-hmm. I trust my immune system. You know, I, mm-hmm. I do a lot to try to keep myself generally healthy. So I, I trust that my body will, will do the right thing. And, 
you know, we're in touch with the hospital. So if, if something goes south, they're, they're ready to, I guess, swoop in and, and check us out. But, uh, cause they keep texting us and asking questions, but, uh, oh. yeah, well, we're, we're, we're over 50, you know, so oh, from their right. perspective, they've got to look at it and say, okay, here's someone over 50 that has it. It's very different math than someone in their twenties. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think they keep checking on us just to make sure we don't sink too low. Cause a lot of people won't go to the hospital when they start feeling sick. Hmm. you know, they'll hold out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm tougher than this. I'm tougher than, and then they get themselves True. too far along and it's too late. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I am paying attention, but, uh, I am, you know, aware that, okay, I, I can breathe. I can move around as much as I can because I, have to, <laughs> you know, quarantine, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, it isn't optimal, but you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yourself. Good, good. Well, you know, I hope that the symptoms remain mild for you up there and and you and Tammy are definitely amongst the healthiest people. So, you know, with all of your working out and activities, you guys stand a better chance to to shake it off better. So I I hope you guys feel better real soon, but uh, we're doing good. Oh yeah, we're doing good. Um, you know, time is flying right by. <laughs> the the winter seems to last forever, and the spring and is just uh, going right into summer real quick. Uh, my son's off on his internship. He got a summer job with GM, so we're really excited for him. And uh, my daughter's about to start her summer job, so whew, we're just moving right along. It's it's pretty good. A lot of moving parts. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's constant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no breathers, but it's good. All right. Well, let's let's get into today's episode. Great. A few weeks ago, I posted a poll on our Facebook group. You can be a member of the Facebook group at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash group. And on this poll, I asked if you work out with your partner. And surprisingly, almost nobody does. A few people may travel to the gym with their partner. Uh, they both do their own thing, and then they reconvene afterwards to go back home. But almost no one on the poll actually works out with their partner. And I found this actually kind of surprising uh, because it can be such an interesting and wonderful thing if you, if you do it right. So today, I want to take some time to talk about the benefits of working out with your partner. And beyond that, then, if you decide that you do want to move forward with doing at least some of your training with your partner, some tips for working out with them, because this can be a kind of a slippery slope and there's a lot of places where you can go wrong. Uh, So I want to give you some tips to make sure that it works out well for you. So first, let's look into the benefits of working out with your partner. One of the most important benefits I think that you get from working out with your partner is accountability. Uh, accountability really goes a long, long way towards making you stick to a plan. And when that accountability partner is right there with you, it also happens to be your partner partner, that accountability is built into just about everything you do. And that's going to have huge, huge ramifications in how you live your lives outside of doing these workouts. So accountability is the big one. Uh, You may recall from the book, the wellness roadmap, I mentioned, you know, that if you were supposed to pick up your significant other at the airport at a particular time, where are you going to be at that point? You're going to be at that that location. So if I'm going to pick my wife up at the gym, at the, at the airport at five o'clock in the morning, guess where I'm going to be at five o'clock in the morning at the airport. 
if I'm going to go to the gym with my wife at five o'clock in the morning, guess where I'm going to be at five o'clock in the morning? You're absolutely right. I'm at the gym. Not because I necessarily want to be there, but I have that accountability that's going to keep me on task. So accountability is one of the biggest benefits that you're going to get when you start a training program with your spouse or significant other or partner. Okay. The next one is it's more time together. And I know you might not think, okay, while I'm working out, I'm not going to deem that quality time, but you'd be surprised how close people can get when they start training together, how friendly and how, how supportive, how things can work well when you're doing your workouts together. In fact, that time spent together is quality time. And it's quality time because no, you're not at your best, but as a result of being there for each other and being there with each other, it really does bleed over into other aspects of your life. So that time together is really, really important. And one of the big shame (laughs) problems that a lot of people have is when they work out, they feel like they're taking time away from family. Well, here's a time that you can interject right back in because both of you are doing your workouts at the same time. So look at this as quality time. Spending that time together is really, really important. And where this bleeds over is into the third benefit I have here, which is a better relationship. As you help each other, as you're a part of this together and spending more time together, you're you're building a better bond together. You're seeing each other at a point in time where you're much more vulnerable, much more exposed and working and doing things together. And this is a great time for you guys to really build a good, solid relationship because you're both trying to do the same things. You're trying to improve your health together. And more than likely, your why for getting into this in the first place, your why for even wanting to be more fit is probably that partner that you're there in the gym with. So what better way to express your love and your your admiration for this person than to be in the gym or be in your workouts with this individual and spending that time together? It's going to build a better relationship. Now, along with this better relationship, uh, you know, basically, and some of this is some science, some of this is just things that I kind of picked up on, is that you're going to see your significant other working and sweating and moving around and probably wearing a little bit less than they might walking around the house. That's an opportunity for arousal. That's an opportunity for better sex. And so in many cases, partners that train together have a better sex life. Uh, Because they're seeing each other in an active state, doing things, impressing each other, working hard together, building a better relationship, and that leads to better sex. And then finally, the last benefit I have here, and I'm sure there's plenty I missed. uh, And if I think you think I missed some, then please do go to our Facebook group and let me know. But this one is really, really important because pretty much anyone who starts a health habit or a fitness habit tends to have what I call bleed over, spill over. And that's where they start doing other things better. So you start walking as a fitness program. And as a result of the fact that you did the walk, maybe your dinners are just a little bit better because you didn't have the snack before dinner. And now you're, you're, you're buying better food because if you're going to invest the time doing the walk, you want it to pay off. So you buy better food, you buy better food, you're now eating better. So most health habits that are fitness habits that you implement 
do have some spillover into other potential habits that you can develop. And particularly in the accountability aspects of this, to wrap this all around, when that accountability is there and you're both improving your habits around health and fitness, there's going to be a lot of spillover. So I'll recap the benefits before we move on. And that is accountability. You're both in it together. You're both going to show up together. You're both going to be there together and you're going to hold each other accountable. You're going to have more time together because you're working out together. You're training together. You're spending that time together and you make it quality time because you're both trying to help and support each other, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. You're going to have a better relationship as of this because you are together and you're seeing that in each other and you're both getting better and you're both getting better together. You're going to have a better relationship and that is going to also lead into you having potential, most likely a better sex life. You're going to see them working out. You're going to see them wearing maybe a little less. Uh, You're going to see them sweat and that's very arousing if you let it be. Of course, they can shower and then you guys can do what you want to do, but you kind of get the idea. And then the final bit is that that health spillover. When you have that all wrapped together where you're seeing the benefits together, you're holding each other accountable together, you're spending more time together, you're going to start taking your time together more serious. You're going to take your health more serious, your fitness more serious, and that's going to be health spillover across the board. So All those are huge, huge benefits that I hope at least has you thinking about how you can incorporate working out with your partner, even if it's not every workout, at least some of them, so that you're going to see these benefits. So now, let's suppose you've decided you do want to work out with your partner. Here are some tips for what you can do to make sure that working out with your partner is done well. Okay. Cause it can be done not well, but I'm going to give you some tips here. Okay. So number one, try to find overlap, find overlap in the things that you both want to accomplish. So if you both want to get stronger, that's going to require some resistance training. If you both want to build some cardio and endurance and, and do some things for heart and cardio health, that's going to require some stamina and cardio work. So find those overlaps where you're both kind of have similar goals and maybe even where you have some similar um, capacities. You know, uh, you might not be able to run as fast as they can, but you can run maybe further or both of you wouldn't get the benefits if you both went for a good walk. And you can set some mileage that both is appropriate to both of you. But you can kind of see where there's likely going to be some general overlaps in what your goals and your capacities are. And if you can find those overlaps, that's where that's where the best place to start in your partner uh, training is going to be. Next is plan the workout, okay? So don't just go at it haphazardly and say, well, let's just go for a five-minute walk or 10-minute walk after dinner. I mean, that's great, but have a plan that's tied to your particular goals so you both know that this isn't just time that you're spending doing something active. This has a purpose. This has an objective. This is going to make you fitter, healthier people for a reason and share that with them so that the two of you have a plan and are working towards the same thing. Uh, One of my clients, her and her husband, they go to the gym every day at five o'clock in the morning, maybe not Sundays, but most days they're at the gym at five o'clock in the morning. They do different workouts. So they're not really training together as partners, but they are in the gym every day 
at five o'clock. That's that just has now become a habit. They plan that. They plan to be there. Now they very easily could probably plan some workouts to be together, but at least they both know they're there. Okay. And that's a big part of it. The next is be supportive. Okay. So number three is be supportive. They're struggling. You're going to struggle. If you're pushing yourself in your health and fitness, if you're doing those gentle nudges, that doesn't always come easy. And it's not always a linear getting better thing. So being supportive of the person, you know, when they're struggling, being, being that, that person, when they need some push, be that person, be supportive to what they're trying to do. And that's where, again, having their goals, knowing what their goals are, is going to help you know the support that they're going to need. That's going to take better communication, i.e. better relationship. So ask, ask them what they need to ask what their goals are. Ask them when they need pushed, ask them when they need a shoulder, be supportive. Okay. Help them take their weights off the bar. And then you put your weights on the bar. However, you need to support them, be supportive. But, and this is tip number four, don't be their personal trainer. Unless they ask you to train them, unless they ask you to be the trainer, don't be their personal trainer because they didn't ask you to do that. And many people uh, will take offense. And I'm going to say this, guys, we're the worst at stepping in and trying to be the personal trainer. We just are. So don't do that unless your significant other specifically asks you to step in as a personal trainer. And I can tell you as a personal trainer, if my wife wants me to train her, I train her as a personal trainer. And then I turn off the, the working out with her because when she trains, she needs a personal trainer and she doesn't need me as a husband training her. So I tell her when you come in, you come in with everybody else. I train you like everybody else. I'm a personal trainer. I turn that off. But unless your significant other asks you to be the personal trainer, don't. And even though you are, if they do ask you to be, and you are being the personal trainer, you still need to get your workout done too. So you can't always be just the personal trainer. So find that line where you're the right person. And it goes back to number three of being supportive, but at the same time, getting your stuff done too. This episode of the 40 plus fitness podcast is sponsored by Naked Nutrition. What does getting naked mean? For supplements, it means no unnecessary additives. It means premium sourced ingredients without fillers, so you don't need to compromise on your diet or your goals. That's what Naked Nutrition offers. Back in 2014, a former college athlete didn't understand why protein powders and other supplements had so many unnatural ingredients. If they're supposed to be health supplements, why can't you understand the ingredient list? Naked Nutrition was started with five single-ingredient supplements, including the best-selling Naked Whey, which has only one ingredient, whey protein from grass-fed California cows, and the best-selling Naked Pea, a vegan protein made from one ingredient, raw yellow peas grown in the U.S. and Canada. The company has grown to offer over 40 products, but the vision of sourcing the best ingredients using as few of them as possible, and being transparent so you know exactly what's going into your body is the same today as when the company was founded. Whether you're working towards losing weight, having more energy, or improving your endurance to become a better runner, what you put in your body directly impacts how you feel and the results you get. Naked Nutrition is committed to shortening the steps between their farms and you. Get Naked. Visit Naked Nutrition today. It's nutrition with nothing to hide.
Use the discount code 40PLUS and get 10% off your first order. NakedNutrition.com Okay, the fifth one, which has a few parts, is be open to try new things, okay? You've never, maybe you've never trained with someone else or trained with your, particularly with your partner. So there's some things that you may have to do a little differently. And so you need to open your mind a little bit and be willing to try some things. If you're particularly a lifter and you love lifting and they might want to do more running, well, maybe you're lifting some days with them and maybe some days you're running with them. And so that you kind of work that out. If you know, they're the lifter and you're the runner, then you know you go in and do some lifting with them because you know you need to get stronger and they want to build some cardio. So go do some, some running with them. You know, they'll do some running with you. So be open to do some things that aren't your particular strength, you know? And then the other thing is find partner exercises. There's a, a lot of different partner exercises that you can do. I mean, you could probably Google partner exercises and find hundreds of them that would be something that would be beneficial for both of you. And I just right off the top of my head, I could say this. You can do a cardio training where you tag team to run a a particular distance, okay? And because maybe you're faster than them and they're going to need, maybe maybe they're going to need a little bit more time to rest. Maybe the distance you're running is a little longer than the distance they're running, but you run down to your cone and run back, tag them up. They run down to their cone and they run back. Each of you gets your rest and your hit training. Each of you gets the sprint that's appropriate to the amount of time that you would need to run. And you have a good little hit training right there where the two of you are training together, pushing each other, supporting each other. Um, That's a wonderful partner exercise. Um, And then the other thing is classes. So maybe you're really into the spin classes and they're really into the Zoom, Zumba. Now, I can't dance for nothing. So if if my wife said, hey, uh, I'll be willing to do a spin class with you if you're willing to do a Zumba class, guess what I'm going to be doing? (laughs) I'm going to be, I guess, shaking my butt or whatever they're doing when they're doing Zumba. But I'm going to be doing it because it's maybe it's outside my comfort zone, but it's a part of that whole thing of being supportive and open-minded. I'm still going to get a great cardio workout. I'm going to still have fun with my wife. And it's going to be a cool, cool thing. So, so recognize that you're going to have to have an open mind and be willing to try new things to really make partner workouts work out for you. The next one, number six, is to be a good gym citizen. Okay, and I only say this if you're working out in a, in a gym or group environment, is that yes, this is about the two of you. This is your wonderful workout. But we are all in a gym together. So looking at equipment, if you're doing your sets and they're doing their sets and maybe you've got four sets of this and they've got four sets of that, you're going to be on that machine for quite some time. Uh, You might want to think about if the other people need to work in and how you make that happen. Uh, If you're using a couple sets of dumbbells and they're using a couple sets of dumbbells, those dumbbells are taken up for a while. If you're trying to move from station to station and do it in a little bit more of a circuit Uh, or you're taking up more than one station at a time. Those are all things to consider as you guys go through your workouts. And I know a lot of people get intimidated by the gym and your partner might be intimidated by the gym. So taking a little bit of time to understand the etiquette, general etiquette of a gym, and then understand the specific etiquette, because some gyms are actually a little slightly different. Some gyms don't want you to grunt when you're lifting and some gyms will have, you know, Uh, time limits on machines and things like that that are appropriate to their membership. So understanding what the general 
gym etiquette is, and then understanding what the local gym etiquette is at that gym will make you a good gym citizen and you can have a good workout without any conflict, without any problems. Number seven, make plans and adventures. One of the cool things about being healthy and fit is that you get to do cooler things. Okay. I've heard stories of people who were, you know, in their older years and they had always wanted to go to Greece and then they get to Greece and they can't actually enjoy it because they can't walk the hills. So pick some adventures. You know, I did a, I did a Tough Mudder with my daughter. And while we didn't necessarily train together and know she's not my partner, I planned to be the athlete she needed me to be so we could do that together. And so we had that plan. We had something marked in the sand, a date certain uh, money on the table uh, to go do something. And if the two of you have planned an adventure that you can do together, and it can be hiking the Grand Canyon, walking part of the Appalachian Trail, uh, it can be a, a, a mud run. Um, it can be a lot of different things, but it's something that both of you are going to enjoy. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be time together. And it's going to be, it's going to require you both to have a particular fitness level that is, that's magic right there because that's going to put a time on it. That's going to give you goals. That's going to keep both of you focused. You're both working towards the same thing. Uh, that's going to be some magic right there. So have some plans and adventures to make life fun. And that's the final one here. This is all supposed to be fun, you know? So go out and make this fun, not just the adventure that you're training for, but the doing the work. Find fun ways to enjoy uh, doing this. So, you know, maybe ne- you two of you have never really done trail running, and that's part of what you want to do as your adventure. Go find some trails and go have some fun. Enjoy it. You know, training doesn't have to be all this grueling, lifting, lifting, running, running, doing, doing, doing. It can be a big part of the fun that you have together. Going on a bike ride together buying a kayak and and kayaking together, you know, those types of things can be just huge. I I remember traveling after, right after we got married with my wife, we went around on a trip with our our children and we were in China and there was this one city we came to and you could rent these bicycles. And so we, we rented a tandem bicycle and our guide told us, you know, be careful. You don't want to get too far away. We're only going to be here for a particular amount of time. You need to be back by this time. And he said, a lot of people want to ride all the way around. He says, most people can't make it all the way around before we have to leave. So he said, unless you feel like you can really ride, don't go all the way around. Well, you know, me, of course, my wife, I'm like, hey, <laughs> let's go. And the two of us pedaled all the way around uh, that city that that because it was it was it had basically it was a fort around it a wall around it we went all the way around that wall all the way around the city and it was so much fun the two of us pedaling together and and kind of having a race against time to get to the the place we wanted to be and so that was a big part of spending the time together having fun seeing the sights and enjoying it because if you're not enjoying your partner workouts and they're not enjoying the partner workouts, you're probably going to stop doing partner workouts. And in some cases, one or both of you might even start just stop just doing workouts in general. So do it together. Have fun. So again, to recap those tips, number one, find the overlap. The overlap is really where a lot of good stuff can happen and it's the easiest place to start. 
Two, plan the workout. That way you both know what the goals are. You both know what you're trying to do and nobody gets frustrated and everything kind of flows. Number three, be supportive. You know, be there for them. Help them. Make sure they're getting what they need and make sure they're giving you what you need. Work together and be supportive. Number four, but don't be their personal trainer. And they shouldn't try to be your personal trainer. You're there to support each other and help. Give that person the support that they need and the support that they ask for and nothing more. Number five, be open to new things. Try a different class. Do something different. Do something you've never done before. And incorporate some partner exercises because that's where the connection and the touching and the being together, that's where a lot of that stuff can be really, really cool and really, really interesting and a whole lot of fun, particularly if you're working out at home. Okay, number six, be good gym citizens. If you're doing this in a gym environment or out, just recognize you're not the only one there. You're sharing the space. It's your space too, so don't feel like you can't use it, but just recognize there's probably some rules and make sure that you're complying with those and being a good gym citizen. Number seven, again, make plans and adventures. There's nothing more motivating than knowing there's a deadline, something you're charging to and charging towards together. So this is not just you wanting to go do a Tough mutter. This is the two of you deciding, hey, let's do this together. And then number eight, have fun. I mean, that's what life's all about. When we look at health and fitness, if you're not having fun, it's not really worth it. So go out, plan some partner workouts, figure it out, have some fun. Come to Facebook, the Facebook group at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash group. Let us know how it's working for you. Do you work out with your partner? What kind of workouts do you do? Do you do any cool partner workout exercises that you'd like to share? All of that. Come to the group at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash group, and we can talk about it there. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Alan. What a wonderful podcast. I love the whole idea about working out with your with your spouse or partner or somebody important. That's really wonderful. Yeah, I think it's something that we just, we don't think about a lot because mm-hmm. we we look at training or exercise as kind of this solo endeavor, mm-hmm. you know, that we just got to go put in the time. And I know a lot of people will feel guilty about putting in that time because they feel like it's time away from family. So, you know, if there's things you can do as a family, you know, go on a hike, um, go on a run, go to the park and and just play a game, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, You know, you were mentioning before, go play golf, you know, just something that you guys can do together. Yeah. That's going to be a hundredfold better than, you know, not doing those things. So uh, I think it's a great opportunity that I, a lot of us miss. We miss the opportunity mm-hmm. to spend that time. Uh, and it doesn't have to be these intense, sweaty training sessions. Sometimes it can just be going out and having fun together. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I was raised hiking and camping a lot with my family. So my parents and my brother and I, we spent a lot of time tent camping, hiking trails. And I remember as a kid, my dad and his twin sister, my aunt, they used to play tennis. And I remember um, my brother and I would go up to the tennis courts with them and, and they're playing proper tennis. My brother and I would hit the tennis ball on one of those wall features where you just kind of practice. And uh, so we spend a lot of time being active as a family. And so now um, both of my kids are over 20 and my son actually did cross country and track in high school. And uh, so he's run with us before 
And um, in fact, over Mother's Day weekend, um, my son and, and Mike, my husband and I, we all went out for a really wonderful trail run on Mother's Day. So it is, it's a lot of fun spending time with your loved ones, um, doing whatever it is that you can do to be active. It's a lot of fun. But I also like my alone time as well. I mean, clearly I can't keep up with Mike all the time. He's super fast, but, um, but I do like um, spending my own time, my own miles on the trail as well. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, you have to look at the the purpose of what you're trying to accomplish. You know, if I'm trying mm-hmm. to get stronger, obviously, you know, working out with my wife might not be conducive for me to, to do that every time. So it's just mm-hmm. that function of saying, okay, well, today is supposed to be a, a general light activity day for me to recover. Uh, let's go to the beach and go for a yeah. walk or something like that. It's just a, a getting out and using that time to be together. Um, I'll have to get through this quarantine thing first, but yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for sure. (laughs) When we do uh, Mm -hmm. take the dog for a walk, do something at the beach, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I mentioned on previous podcasts, you know, I've had a lot of run clubs in the past. I participate with a lot of a lot of run clubs. And in Florida, in our Pea Ridge Run Club, I think I could count about 10 or 12 husband and wife teams that would show up at run club. And a lot of times one spouse would be or partner would be faster than the other. And maybe one would run and the other was a walker, but they would all show up together. We would do our thing together and then we would socialize afterwards together. So you know it's I do see a lot of um, husband wife teams or or spouses, partners that um, did work out together. Yeah. And I think you should take that opportunity every chance you get. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, Rachel, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care of you guys. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Sal Stefano and discuss his book, The Resistance Training Revolution, the no cardio way to burn fat and age-proof your body in only 60 minutes per week. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.